Hello, friends. It's me, Old Man McCarran. Guess what? This week's Pride podcast. Okay, slow down. Take a breath. This week's podcast is brought to you by me, Matthew McCarran. Guess what, friends? Next week, Wednesday, March 18th, I will be at Rooster Tea Feathers. Uh, the powers that be have been kind enough to give me a five-minute spot, uh, and I'm very grateful for that. I think the Rooster Tees Feathers stage is a very nice stage, very fun room, and I am excited for it. I don't normally get out there and promote my stuff just because I have you know, one of those inadequacy complexes, and I'm a little sheepish about talking about these things. But ultimately, I decided to do a little self-promotion on this podcast. I know, I know, you guys just want to get to the the real podcast with the hilarious Jeff Serve, but if there's any listeners out there who are not doing anything March 18th, I highly, highly recommend you go check out Rooster Tees for not just me, not just me, but it's a comedy competition, so you got some other Bay Area powerhouses that will be very entertaining you got guys like oh tyler stannard uh zach lord sean riley uh cree powell and on and on and on so it's definitely you're going to get your money's worth you're going to have a good time and i'll be there and i really want you guys to come check it out if there's you know what that's if there are any listeners I'm pretty sure that probably no one is listening to this. Or if they are listening to this, this is a fast forward section where they're just like, hey, who who did you who did you talk to this week, Matthew? We don't we don't want to hear your voice. You're not the party. You're just, you know, some confetti taped to the side of the wall. The party is your guest. I get that. But you know what? I need to at least put it out there that I will be at Rooster Tees. It's something, self-promotion is something I got to work on. Me and Jeff, we talk about it in this episode. I, uh, you know, I'm not one of these comics who's posting his dates. Well, okay, why am I not posting dates? Because I'm, I'm just doing open mics most of the time, right? That's what I do. I do open mics. I don't get booked. Um, that's not, I'm not trying to, elicit sympathy it's just the reality of the situation i'm a beginner stand-up comic and oh hey by the way i quite enjoy the open mic scene here in the south bay and i'm having fun with it so you know what stop judging me fuck you i'm having fun that's all that matters where's all this where's all this judgment coming from Ugh. you know what it really doesn't look good on you my friends you should really just drop it what i'm trying to say is why don't you go to Rooster Tees, Wednesday, March 18th, and watch me do some comedy. I'll do what I can. I make no guarantees. It could be good. It could be bad. You get what you get. But I will make some guarantees that you will see some funny motherfuckers there. Fairly certain of that. Wait, did I mention the names? Tyler Stannard, Sean Riley, Cree Powell, Zach Lord, uh... Darren Busing, Gary Busing, Darren Busing, Busing, Darren Busing, Kelly Evans, and and more. You know what? There's like 17 of us. I can't go through and name them all. 
I haven't met them all, but I'm sure they're going to be funny. So that's that. That's this week's podcast is brought to you by me, Matthew McCarran. Please, uh, if you don't already have plans on March 18th, come check out Rooster Tees, new talent competition. Love to have you there. Bye bye. After I'm going to post it after. So anyway, Jeff Serve, thank you yes, very much yes. for joining Fist me bumps, on. Bumps, no handshakes anymore. Oh, so let's kick things off. We got to start with that. That's all anybody's <sighs> talking about. I went to hug my friend the other day. She was like, I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a thing anymore. I know I'm a friendly guy. It's crazy. I keep hearing more and more stuff about it. Well, so here's the thing. Normally, I ignore the media, 100. percent And um, but this thing's been in the news for three months now. It's like it's not going away. And so, and this is when I first started to get afraid is when it started breaking out in Italy. Um, I think about two weeks ago is when I first heard about it in Italy. And the difference between um, the Italian government and the Italian media and the Chinese government, and the Chinese media, there's a difference. There's quite a bit of difference. Yes. Absolutely. And so it's a full on outbreak. I mean, Northern Italy, they've shut down. Yeah, they literally told people, do not leave your house. Same your shit, yeah. And so I look at fatality ratings, too, because I'm always thinking, like, percentages, right? Because I hate to take the same tack that, you know, Trump took. But influenza, just standard influenza, it's a fucking killer for oh. people with weak immune systems already. Yeah. And it happens every year. Yeah. But um, here's the difference. This thing is trackable and says they know precisely where it's going and who's getting it. And in Italy thus far, I did the numbers today with the amount of people who've gotten it and the amount of people who have died. 337 have died. Um, like I forget how many thousands, but I did a quick third grade division thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it ended up to be almost 5% fatality rate, they're which is... Tell us the truth. Like, they, they're, they're, right, right. Like they're saying 3%, you double that. It's double same, that. It's the same as fucking guys like, oh, yeah, how many girls you been with? Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, that's a good analogy. It kind of makes sense. How yes. many girls you been with? I've been with three. How many yeah, times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six times. Yeah, so I think we got to get a little oh, closer yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Let me get this guy. Let yeah, just, just get it up there. Unfortunately, I'm, you know what? There's no, no, big, I like this. Big plans in the future I hear of much booms and way. whatnot, but for now, it's, yeah. it's kind of... This way I can hear myself, too. Yeah, okay. There you go. Um, so seeing that, and then here's another thing. So my wife, she has um, a few clients in Taiwan, and she also does business with a lot of people who have family and friends over there, and... What they told her this week is they said, whatever the media has in China, like you said, That's, double it. Yeah. Because any, Times even ran an article that said in January, um, when they first identified whatever this strain is, I mean, I don't understand the science behind it, but this strain, um, China had said, oh, yeah, we have 761 people with that thing. Mm-hmm. They've gone back and looked at the records. You know how, what the actual number was? 76,000. <sighs> That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, how can you trust anything? Like, I already just don't yeah. trust news whatsoever, right. anything. You can't trust Chinese news. You can't trust... No. I mean, you know, it's really... You know, the worst thing about it, too, I've heard a couple of people say this, is that yeah. the more scariest thing about it to me is not necessarily the drug or catching it or yeah. the virus. Yeah. It's um, the reaction to it. It's the way that this is driving everybody it's so crazy. And this whole mass situation stuff. Yeah. I was watching Dr. Oz this morning, and the masks are completely useless. They're, like, yeah. really trying to tell people not to buy it. The only way it works is if you suction it on your face. And if you have a beard or you haven't shaved, like, it's getting it, in there. it doesn't work at all because it's completely all, like, hands to face. The other thing is, it's like, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, what's the big way to do it? Just wash your fucking hands. It's like, people are finally learning that washing your hands will keep you from catching sickness and stuff. Like, Oh, this, dude. 
It's really for the last few weeks. I mean, I'm pretty good about washing hands, but the last couple of weeks, every time I'm in a public place, oh. I'm like, where's the bathroom? Because within 15 minutes of whatever I'm doing in this place, we're going to be going to open mics. I don't trust. That's, That's the question of the week is. I do the worst stuff ever. <laughs> I was eating tacos at a strip club the other day. Not even regular tacos. It was from a taco truck in a strip club. I was eating them. I'm like, you know, if I catch this, no one's going to feel bad. Not uh, even for like a half a second. I'm so glad you brought that up because I thought, I was thinking. Strip clubs must be getting hit oh, pretty God. hard because I mean, of this. They're making a deal about it. I mean, everybody yeah. kind of is. It's like the gym, too. I went to the gym the other day, oh. and everybody's like, I, I did my first Orange Theory today. Oh, look <laughs> at you. I know, look right? Look at world. Check That's me on. out. I know. I'm going to get ripped, ladies. <laughs> you had no idea. This fucking, yeah. Huh. Yeah, no. I've, uh, I, yeah, so I'm planning on kicking yeah. my exercise in the gear, but that's the same thing they're preaching there. It's like, yeah. you know, wash everything down, you yep. know, don't touch your face. You know, that's really standard, simple stuff. Everybody's overreacting for sure, but you can never be too safe. You want to be the person. So I get it. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, this is completely blown out of proportion. I mean, for now, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm in the middle. Normally, I just go, oh, this is typical fear mongering. I think I'm not a full on conspiracy theorist. Yeah. But I do believe that, um, you know, the media latches on to things to kind of incite fear and make people get yeah. nervous and do yeah. crazy stuff and yeah. sell surgical masks. Yeah. I don't know what the deal they is. They have no information is the thing. They have no information, but all anybody wants to hear about is coronavirus. So they're just going to spit out whatever the yeah. fuck people are going to click on and whatever they can say That's to right. get likes. That's yeah. all it is. That's why the media is so untrustworthy. It's not because they've gone completely from let's give you guys the best information we possibly can to like, let's yeah. get the most people to watch my show. It's, you know, it's money. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. sensationalism. Yeah. Having said that, I don't think there's any harm in all of us just not oh. going to work for a couple weeks. <laughs> tell me <laughs> about it. I quit my chill. fucking job. I quit. Nice. Did you hear about this? Yes. No, tell me I that I quit one. my job. I put my two weeks in, and then they cried and cried, so I have one more week left. Okay. But I'm quitting to go full-time comedy. God damn, good for you, Jeff. 33 years old. I mean, I like to say full-time. I'm still, I can't afford to necessarily do that. I mean, sure. But, um, An I've odd been, job here and there just to keep you afloat. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I've, I started comedy so long ago. It's been, I think, seven, eight years now right, where right. I started, and I was just going at it, and then I decided like three and a half years ago, let's just buckle down, save up money, and then yeah. come to this point where I'm at now. And just give it a fuck, or like a yeah. real honest effort. All day, every day comedy. Yeah, you know, because I can't go out to shows every night. You know, like, yeah. I mean, you see me out whenever I can. And, yes. like, I love comedy so much. It's always going to be my number one passion. But yeah. to get out there every night, it's just it's exhausting. Especially you got to be up at 7.30 every morning. So this is the moment in my life where I've kind of got myself in position to where I can kind of take it on at a little bit extra level and just really have at it. I think, you know, having known nothing about what it takes to be successful in comedy. Yeah, right. I oh, still Jesus. think that... Um, you're at a prime age. Yeah, 33. That's the same age Bernie Mac. So I was just thinking about this too. Yeah. Bernie Mac quit his job at 33 years old yeah. to pursue full-time comedy. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what 33 years old. So I'm pretty like comparing myself to Bernie Mac. Like, hey, yeah. he did it. I'm I could king. do it. Yeah, yeah hey, hey, Bernie did it. Yeah, no, Bernie's a legend. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, no, but I love you, Bernie. But the point is, is you've already been putting in work for the last, what? How, how many years? Yeah, have you been? It's been over seven years. It's definitely that's been over stretch, seven years. Man. Yeah, and you know, it's tough to do that because they say you hit a wall at some point. Yeah. And I've definitely felt like, okay, you, like because when I first started you know you're just on everywhere all yes. the time all the time and now yeah and it starts to feel more like it's the job you know because yeah. i'm trying to work on material and get here and get better at this yeah. and that i'm always trying to focus on something but now it's just like let's just have some fun man nice. like i could get up on stage i could relax like you know i know enough stuff you know like i've been around but with you one of my observations of watching you by the way you're one of the first guys who made an impression on me when i first Aww, started that's sweet. um because of your energy levels but you also um 
This is a compliment. This is meant as a compliment. Oh, no. So don't bring it. Take it. But when you go up, I can't tell when you're just streaming consciousness, thinking off the on the fly, or you're doing material. There's no real barrier between. Like me, it's very obvious when I'm just oh shit, comment on the room and say something. It's like oh Matthew is talking, and then when I have a joke, it's like I almost turn into robot Matthew. Time to. D-. But with you, I don't get that sense. I go wait, did he just write that joke on the spot? Maybe it was something you have written, or maybe it was just something you came up on the fly. Is that your style? That's is that such a you- sweet color. Like, yeah. like that makes me feel so good. Oh, I'm like nice. oh really? You yeah. couldn't tell? Because in my mind the whole time I'm like okay, this isn't going well. Let me try and tell. Like, and like uh, I, I in my mind I'm breaking. Down we all have the same things in our head. Yeah, but that's also always been the one compliment that I've always yeah. got ever since I've started is that you, I kind of so I remember someone telling me this when I first started they say yeah. you either start with the stage presence and you have kind of like like mucky writing and material and you kind of carry yourself with just being you know a presence right. you know which is always how I've taken my really trash jokes and sort of made it seem like I know what I'm doing yeah. or you're like a really good writer and you have the written form down but you just get nervous on stage right. so typically that's kind of the one or two starting points for comedy is what I've okay. noticed and learned over the years yeah. but for me I was always the other type where it's like I'll go up there and like I was just driving to the show and I seen some guys ass crack and I'm like I'm gonna talk about that and I turn that into something and then I have an idea and somehow you know yeah. So that's definitely something that I've worked on and I've really okay. been very conscious about like to make sure that I don't lose that or anything. Cause, right. Because once you tell jokes multiple times or you're like going through a set, you're trying to get to the next level of the joke, it's like you start to lose that that essence of like, oh, I'm actually just talking to someone here. Yeah. And I feel like that's definitely my strongest suit. My writing is, needs a lot of improvement, but you know. It's, yeah. yeah, I would. I fall into that problem a lot where a joke just – even if people like it, and I know generally, you know, if there's a punchline where this left turn, I know, lands pretty well with yeah. most people, I still feel, fuck, this is stale. Yeah. And whatever whatever I'm saying, even if I get a laugh, I just feel, I'm not connected to the joke because I've said it so many times. And so that's some where I literally had a, like, I don't know what you'd call it, a mini stroke or something at <laughs> Caravan last Wednesday where I went up and I had my set list and I knew I wanted to cover, but it's stuff I've been working on for quite a while. Yeah, and I'm yeah. bored of a lot of it. And I got up and I just stopped oh, and I did something thing. else. And it was terrible because I didn't have the other jokes fully structured. But I, I literally, I couldn't do my material anymore. I got up and I said, I can't do this again. <laughs> That's the business, man. That's what we fucking sign up for. It's yes. like, why do we do this to ourselves? Oh, I mean, anybody repetition. who actually knows comedy, it's like, like this is the job. That's yes. that's what we're here doing. It's like you know, it's gonna be stale, and you have to find a way to make it seem like it's the first time you've ever told it. Right. And that's like what people like react to, and that people respond to that. You know, it's like yes. If if it, if it comes off in any way, I feel like it is like talking to a woman. You know, what I'm saying like right. when I'm talking to a girl and I'm trying to like impress her or do whatever I'm trying to do, yeah. it's like. Uh, uh, you you could feel that she's gonna know right away as soon as you're not being honest. You know, I'm like, well, right. you know, it's it's just a certain sense. And the as soon as you start meter. getting nervous, yeah, and you yeah. start wondering, is this guy, you know, does he know what he's talking about? Like, yeah, it's, it's a sense, you know, and like certain people could feel it, and then you don't want yeah. people to feel that. It's like you don't want people to feel fear, confusion, or yes. you don't want them to worry about you on stage too. Yeah. So projecting confidence has always been my like secret weapon. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm gonna act like I am. Right. And 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 either way. Like whether you catch on or not, you know, yeah. not everybody will. Some people don't. You know, it's it's always you know it's a percentage game. You know, we're out here just doing our best. I like, I think it is. I yeah. think early on, um, you know, like not to make the baseball analogy because it's not uh, that fitting. talk baseball with me, please. I love but, baseball. Uh, it, you know, you take a 
in the beginning, if you're making whatever, 30% connection. So in baseball, you're an all-star. Yeah, basically, if you, fa- you fail seven out of ten times, you're the best fucking baseball player. That's right. Ever. That's like, I, I mean, I love baseball. That was my original profession. I really? Mean, so oh, I was, let's get into that. Yeah, we could. Uh, well, I wasn't professional. I mean, I, I, was, I, I raised playing baseball my whole life. Okay. I've always in my mind was like, you're going to be you're going to be a baseball player. Right. Like I, I like in, I had zero doubt about it. I was always one of the top players in my town. And then okay. I moved on to division one. I played at Wilcox. So I was division one oh, baseball. Nice. So I was a legit, legit home run hitter out there. I had some God, talent, but damn. I kind of like, I did, you got to have a certain headspace okay. to kind of be in that. I think I might've got a little bit carried away because okay. everybody telling me how good I was. And then I'm like, Oh, you bought into the, I bought into the hype a little yeah. bit. I'm like, time to party. I'm a freaking celebrity. Like we're going to do that. Like, uh, I mean, not to, so did know. work ethic fall out, fall off a little well, bit? No, what happened was I, I moved. So I grew okay. up in Millbrae. So like okay. I grew up in, uh, you know, the more West North Bay area. Yeah, and yeah. then right in between sophomore, junior year, I moved and completely switched schools, started from a whole new atmosphere. Got it. Did my little rebellion thing. I mean, I was, you know, I was, uh, what, 15, 16 years old. I had yeah. a fake ID. Like I was Oh, just, nice. Yeah. I, I grew up way too fast. I was yeah. always driving around and taking care of the good family. Good ballers always do grow up fast. Yeah. You know, it doesn't uh, matter the sport, baseball, basketball, football. If you're a good baller, I always notice those guys have way more women than they need at that age and way more access to drugs parties and whatever else yeah you know and that's always kind of who i kind of like envisioned myself being was like some type of like oh you know i i had this whole plan and everything but okay life doesn't quite work out always how you assume but actually it works out the way it should because i think i'm right where i belong you know comedy is like you know i've been saying it i said it for long the reason why i got into comedy actually i was saying it for the longest time like i should be a comedian i should be a comedian right and this girl i was seeing was just like well then fucking do it like just just do it yeah and I'm like, well, maybe I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. All right. You're going to just put it, it was, like that. It, it seems like so a double simple. It kind of was. And I didn't yeah. really have a choice at that point. Yeah. But um, I didn't. It's the best thing I've ever done. I yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I started with a comedy college. Did you know that? You ever uh-huh. heard of the San Francisco Comedy College? A little shout out, Curtis Matthews. Oh, no. I never. Yeah. Heard. No. So there's a call. Co- Everybody makes fun of the guys who do okay. comedy college because it's like, you know, it's. It's a hard know. thing to teach. It is. It's impossible to teach. But yeah. what it was, was it was a place for me to go and like have open range to just do what I want. They give you a place to practice. They give you a mic. It's called yeah. the Purple Onion. You know the uh, Dude, the Purple yeah. Onion. Yeah. So Not the original though, right? No. So the original was like right next door. So the original okay. Purple Onion where Zach Galifianakis did his big thing. And yeah. Like every- well, Phyllis Diller started there. Oh, God, yeah. uh, uh, what's the dude who killed him? Um, fucking. Yeah. Uh, Legendary Club. Yeah. Oh my God. It's one of the best. I've yeah. actually seen the original, but they closed down and yeah. then they opened a little place two blocks away and they called it the, the New Purple that's Onion. Right. And it's down in the basement of uh, Kell's Irish Pub. Okay. And so that's where I got my little start. And it nice. was it was nice because you had a club where you feel safe at. And then you go to the classroom and you kind of run your ideas by. And they'll, you yeah. know, they'll help you out with the structure and stuff. Right. So it's kind of an easy way to kind of ease your way into it. Plus, for me, for me, the really reason why I did it was that I was paying for the classes. And I'm like, if I'm paying for this, then I'm not going to half-ass this. Like, yes. I'm not going to go into class without having jokes. I'm not going to go and not write something. So it forced it me to write. It formalizes everything. It really did. Like, yeah. it's really what I needed. Because I'm yeah. very attention deficit disorder. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you don't keep me focused on something... I'm gonna I'm gonna get distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that for like five years, man. I was running around doing a lot of that comedy college stuff, and okay. that's where I met a lot of my great connections, a lot of great comedians. So okay. it was really fun. It was I mean, it's, I, I don't know. Wait, it's not it, for it was a five year program? No, no, no. It's a oh. month by month program. Month so, by month. So you can okay. sign up for a month, and you do okay. the month if you like it. You don't, you know. Okay. You know, so you keep going. But I I just fell in love with it right away. I love yeah. Curtis. I love the guys that were there, and they were always, you know. Very supportive. And, yeah. you know, when you're bombing for the first year or two, it's like, oh, you, you need some to kind of, yeah. It's hard. I, um, yeah, I'm very fortunate. I made, you know, some pretty good friends um, 
early on, like literally within weeks, there's a couple, uh, you know, I don't know if you know Derek Demise, oh, yeah, yeah. Jacob Contreras, like all these guys, yeah. Nathan, I bumped into them. They're all young guys. I'm an old guy. But it doesn't matter. Like, we'll get off stage and just be like, uh, how'd you do? Like, ah, I, I ate shit, but whatever. But Pete Munoz put it in perspective for me on one of these podcasts where he said, his philosophy is there is no bombing at an open mic. Oh, yeah. An open mic is you go there, you try, you get on stage, you build up your whatever, your endurance, you try out some material, but never walk away um, with your spirits like, oh. oh yeah. He goes, if you go into a club and none of your shit works for five minutes, like, okay, you bombed, yeah. and you got to deal with that. But at an open mic, that really helped reframe everything because – you know, you'll be at you'll be at Woodham sometimes at eleven thirty. There'll be two people there. Oh man! And so you just get up there and go, "What's what's happening right now?" And you can't call it a bomb. It's just it's a experience you need to have the proper mindset, probably to go far in comedy. Just like, yes, I was there to telling a stupid dick jokes to two people at a dive bar on a Monday night. <laughs> Back yeah. in 2019 or whatever it was. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, it's honestly one of the most important yes. factors of the job because it's very humbling. Like the whole yeah, yeah. process and everything is completely like, make sure you know, like no matter if you have a good set or a bad set. Like yeah. if I have a great set, I'm not gonna walk off thinking I'm freaking, you know, yes, like Chris Rock or somebody just just killing it. Like it's, yeah. it's never gonna happen. And so like the difference between open mics and then doing like a seated stage type show, you right. can never compare the two things. Yeah. Everywhere you perform, you have to be in that room, in that moment, which is yeah. one of the more valuable lessons you'll ever learn, yeah. is that wherever you're at, you have to perform to that room. It's, right. it's like, if I'm in a bar, I mean, I won't necessarily tell different jokes, it's just right. that you have to approach it a different way, because you're talking to two people and they're probably not listening. Right. So, and you can't, you have to take it for what it is. So if it's, that's what you're working with, that's what you have to work on. So you have to right. pick before you go on stage, like, I'm going to work on just connecting with people, you know? Right. Like, like, that's my mission for this set. Yeah. You can't take it as, like, oh, my joke didn't go good, so therefore it's not a good joke. It's like, I've almost trashed so many jokes, and then yes. all of a sudden I've gone and tried it, like, with a, like a little bit more, a little extra punchline or a little bit something else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, is this my best joke? Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Did, like is this really? Like, I, what the... So you can never, ever throw anything away too early. You have to yeah. remember to always finish your stuff, too. That's another problem I do okay. is, like, I'll get a joke, and, like, I'm like, oh, this is working. But it's not, you know, you have to tie it up in a bow and wrap it up. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, finish a joke until it's finished, yeah. which is another lesson that um, I've picked up over the years is you got to make sure that you don't stop too early. Yeah, I was, um, I was talking to Mark Norman I lucked out with getting him on a podcast. I know. Was, I was watching it. That was a good one. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, man. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was I was nervous for that one. But he said he saw Gary Goleman. You know Gary oh, Goleman, Oh, yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. He saw him on stage one time doing a joke that um, he had written 15 years ago or something. Yeah. And one of the other comics came up and started busting Gary Goleman's balls saying, I, didn't I hear you no doing jokes, that 15 yeah. years ago? And he said, yeah, it's not done yet. Yeah, I'm still working on it. No joke is ever done. That's never like, done. If you ever give up on a joke, then you're giving up on on the craft. You know, you yeah. have to really focus on what you're doing. Yeah, it's you know, it's a very you know, there's always something new that's gonna pop up and that's gonna you know throw that extra extra little jazz or little thing that makes it a whole yeah whole yeah, new yeah. ball game. And then that creates new ideas. And you can take it off. It's like it's such a fun thing to explore. I really I do. I love writing jokes. Yes. I mean, it's like I don't do it like a real writer. I feel like like 
real writers, they write every day. Like, you, you know, yeah. like, I always feel like maybe I'm not trying hard enough, you know, like maybe I'm doing this. But when I get in my zone, because I do whiteboards. I have whiteboards all over my oh, room. Oh, dude. That's yeah, like I got CSI. This weird, yeah, I got this weird sort of thing. I just, like, okay. they, they give them to me free at work. So I'm like, okay. Nice. So, yeah, it's really CSI. And I point the arrows, connect the dots, and then I take pictures of it. So that's that's nice. my little my little method that I've developed. I, but the thing is, I never, I always lose my phone. So then there's all this material that. It doesn't go into the Can't cloud. Find. I mean, I don't even know how to use the cloud. I'm, I'm honestly like Old school. Boop, boop, boop. I'm fucking. I am very, very. Uh, if I can't figure it out within the first five seconds, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm out, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. really old school when it comes to sort of things yeah. like that. That's probably why my career is like. I mean, at least my comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like I focus only on what I could do. I could yeah. go on stage. I could tell jokes. I could do good. I could do bad. Yeah. But as far as promoting and making web pages and posting yes. videos and stuff, that's completely out of my realm. It's probably not as difficult as I want to make it sound but well I notice you're you're into the social media too you got Snapchat you got Instagram how important do you think that is come because I I'm I'm on Instagram I'm on Facebook of course I'm podcasting I use those all to kind of say hey a podcast is coming yeah, out yeah, world you have to but um I get so annoyed by social media <sighs> are you yeah. into it does it work for you what's well, going on I there? mean so I use it extremely rarely like I was just yeah. I just posted uh, just for the first time I, I, I looked over the past year I've had like five posts you know like, yeah. I, I'm not like I mean I don't have an exciting enough life I feel like that's kind of what it's for it's like if yes. I want to like be like hey guess what I went to Tahoe everybody be yeah. jealous so I'm yeah, in Tahoe yeah. right now. Yeah, like, it's more of like a I'm trying to make things. I don't know, a little yeah. grandiose type, you know. So, but I do. You have to stay up with it. That's the thing. Yes. It's like I watch TM, like at work. I'm on TMZ every day. Got to keep up with the current events. Like yeah. I always want to know where my friends are at. But it's also like changed over the years. So first it was Facebook, and yes. you know people use that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Instagram's the best thing. Yes. And then now I moved on to Snapchat. So it's like kind of neglect the other ones as I go. Yeah. So, well, then there's Twitter out there too, yeah. which a lot of guys write jokes yeah. on. Yeah. You know, Twitter is probably the most professional of all of them. I think I've seen a lot of people yeah. do a lot of things. Like, yeah, I will. Yeah. I uh, um of, I know a friend who's actually made it pretty big. Um, he started on Twitter doing this Grandpa Walter thing. Have you ever heard about this Grandpa yeah. Walter? It's kind of political. He <laughs> he's he started posting just as this old man who's like okay. a pro Trump guy, and he's just kinda, oh, and he's kind of just like ironic. Yeah, he yeah. kind of does a little yeah, bit, yeah. and um, it's just turning this huge giant thing. He's got like sixteen. I don't know how many followers he has. But he's New York Times post and everything, but it's like it's just started off him. as a little thing that he was just doing, just trying yeah. to be funny, and then it takes off. So you know, it's. I mean, and that's what it takes to, to make it too. As far as I'm concerned, it's like yeah. you have to you have to sell seats. You have to get the views. Yes. If you got a certain amount of views, you're gonna get noticed. You know, it's not who's the funniest. It's who's got the likes. So I I'm glad you brought that up because. Um, I got a little bit of a bad attitude at one point when um, oh, yeah. I was doing uh, a, a competition and I thought, oh, well, this is just a bringer competition. And, and then I oh, stopped yeah. and I go, comedy is a bringer job. Yeah. Oh, yes. You need to bring audiences. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and get an audience. <laughs> I'm so, like, I, it's exactly, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter, like, if you've been doing this for 10, 20 years, yeah. you're great. If nobody you gotta comes bring to your someone. damn show, they're not yeah. going to think that yeah. you're... You won't get booked. Yeah, you don't get booked. You won't get you don't paid. Do these great shows yeah. and these competitions, you have no chance. There's always, there. I mean, bringer shows, it's a real thing. Every, yeah. every competition I've ever been in with, there's always someone who's had, like, 35 people. They got big families. First show yeah. they've ever done. They got yeah, their notes up there family. and they're <laughs> shaking. And then I'm not fucking making the next round. This guy's just, oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens, you know. So you can't really take the, those too seriously. No. I recently lost a competition, and I took it not. I don't want to say personally. Yeah. But so here's what happens with me is when I finally do get people to come because I yeah. don't promote myself very much. But the people that I get to come are my friends, and yes. we're a bunch of alcoholics, so we all go oh, get trashed. Nice. My friends got trashed at the last competition I did. Uh oh. And. I had two different tables. Both of them had someone kicked out of the show. Oh. So I didn't advance to the next round, and I was like, I did a pretty good set. I was like, I did me getting all cocky and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Did I just get hosed right now? Did they disqualify me or something? They could have. You might have got DQ'd. That actually, because, I mean, it's honestly like. And they'll I, never tell you. I probably should have gone up and been like, hey, uh, yeah. like, taking care of my own people, but I was still yeah. caught up in the moment, blah, blah. So yeah. that's, that's another aspect of the thing, though. It's yeah. like, if you don't have, the club owners don't like you, like, it doesn't matter whether you're the funniest guy in the show. Yeah. It's like, you have, it's very much of a like personality thing. I'm such a sweetheart, too. That's why I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. What the hell just happened right here? Yeah. Like, did I, and I, I wrote a whole email, didn't hear a response, too. Ooh. So that's why I'm even like I don't even want to mention I shouldn't even mention I'm not going to tell anybody about who it is but I wrote yeah. an email very nicely worded email I was yeah. like I'm really sorry I probably should have done something I was caught up in the moment I yes. understand that this was distracting and the other comedians were upset but I'm really sorry and I would love to come back and it's just nothing I was like oh. ooh so that, I mean that's another aspect of the thing is like yes. you have to kind of make sure there's your politics jokes are involved good. you have to make sure your writing's good you have to make yeah, yeah politics very political but at the same time you can't complain about that like no like I mean. Sure, I would love to be like a big shot comedian, but it's yeah. never like, like it's never. I don't. I was like, let's say I believe I'm gonna be a big comedian yes. someday, but I don't think I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. that make a little? I was thinking about that, and it's kind of makes sense a little bit to me. You got faith. Like I believe in myself. Like yes. I have what it takes to do it. It's all in you. I mean, but that's yeah. just because I believe in myself. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, I mean, it takes it takes a lot of little little bumps and bonuses. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta get a little lucky. At well, some point. it sounds like what's happening is you're having that um, the the logical brain fighting that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I um, think that happens with everybody though. That's oh, yeah, not, yeah, it's a thing. I mean, I, thing. I try to be a, like a like a very grounded person. Yeah, you know, as we all you know would like to consider ourselves. But um, I th yeah, that's another thing. I think um, I had this conversation with me and Dave, where he had said, "I go do shit." I forget the question, but basically. His point was, you have to care in comedy. Oh, yeah. He goes, there's a lot of things. Like, you can go out and say, oh, I'm punk rock and do music kind of half-ass and people will still love you. Um, you can do – there's a lot of things in life where you can kind of call it in mm. and your your energy or wh whatever can carry you through. But he said, in comedy, across the board, you have to care. And it's like you said with the different rooms. Um, oh. You know, different rooms are going to respond differently to different deliveries, oh, different yeah. material, different words. Um, and so you kind of, you have to be self-aware. Yeah. It's yeah. weird because it's one of those things yeah. where the worst possible thing you could do is be self-aware and self-conscious on stage, oh, but you also have to be self-aware and not self-conscious, but you have to be, you have to know like, oh shit, this is yeah. not going well. Otherwise you can't change. Oh yeah. There's so many different like techniques that you learn over the year. Like I just, I heard someone talking about bailing out on a joke and how that's like a actual thing you develop. Like if a joke's oh. not going well, learning how to bail out on that is like, interesting. A, you have to know how to do that. It's an actual yeah. like... Because I've gone up there and I've told jokes that I know aren't working. And I've yeah. been just like, this is what I prepared. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick with it. Yes. And I'm telling one joke for four minutes or one Ooh. story type yeah, thing. Yeah. And you lose them in the first minute, the rest of that thing is gone. Like, there's yes. no chance that you're going to bail yourself out. Yeah. You have to know, like, okay, this isn't right for this moment or this crowd. Or I didn't start it right or something. Let me move on and, and try something else. So I feel like 
like that kind of style of coming, like the quick kind of short jokes. Mm. Like you got to always the have feel. a few. You got to be able to have some of those, you yeah. know, especially in like competitions where they give you like short periods of time. Right. It's like you don't want to do one topic because no. if I'm talking about my dick or whatever the film I'm talking about yeah. for a multiple time and it turns someone off, like you lost the room. Yeah. And there's percentage jokes like you're saying too. It's like yep. there's certain jokes where you're gonna say and you're like, oh, nobody knows who Al Bundy is. Like you know, it's like right. or whatever like reference or terminology you want to use. Mm. You have to make sure that it's sort of like a I don't know. I don't it's it's tricky. It's <laughs> tricky. It is not as easy. And people always stop me. As soon as you tell, have you been had telling people you're a comedian? This is another thing that just happened. Like, I'm still pretty. Oh my I, God. I, don't, I don't bring it up a lot. More and yeah. more people are finding out I do comedy. And I, I'm cool with it because, again, I, I had that conclusion where, okay, yeah. I need to bring, I need to. I need to open up to people. Otherwise, I'm not going to go anywhere. So I'm telling people now, but it's it's uncomfortable for me. Well, what, when people first start, people love to tell people, and they're like, oh, tell me a joke. It's just always the first response. Oh, it doesn't matter what it is. the worst. Tell me a joke. So when you first start, it's like like you want it to, and then you learn right away. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. And your material on stage doesn't work because it's exactly like that. It it's, it's the same thing. Let me do my show, not in front of a stage or two people. It's to one person, and I want to do my show. No, it's just. It can't work. It can't. I mean, The only thing you that have can work is one liners yeah that's dad joke structured one-liners which now yeah. i try to keep a few in my pocket at all times yeah. because you know I, I got kids yeah and sometimes kid my kids will tell their friends oh my dad does stand-up comedy like, oh tell me a joke it's like i don't be knock it or yeah. oh, drop some stuff i'm doing at woodham's i'm See, not gonna do that dude, so that's i keep a couple dad stuff. jokes yeah so that's what happened comedy. to me too is this, now it's not me telling people because i'm completely past that i don't tell yeah. anybody but i was yeah. i was somewhere drinking like completely blacked out my little brother i was i was actually in portland i was okay. visiting my family in portland oh nice and i, I was portland. drinking the whole flight you know yeah. I, i'm just shit-faced by the yeah. time i land and he takes me to this bar, and then he shows up. My brother, he's a comedian. Uh, they literally hand me a tapatio bottle. Tell us a joke, uh, and I'm just like, I kind of looked at him and just was like, I'm drunk. I was like, man, and like it looked like I told, like it looked like I just checked. Uh, and then yeah. I got all mad. They ended up kicking me out of the bar. Oh no, <laughs> it was a mess. It was still a nightmare. But um, it makes me think. Hannibal Burst does a joke about it. He oh, actually does he? he does a whole bit where it's like this girl was like, "Tell me a joke at the yeah. bar. Tell me a joke." Yeah, all yeah. drunk. She, he's like, "No, no." She's like, "Well, tell me a joke. I'll show you my tits." Uh, he goes, "Man, my jokes are better than your tits." <laughs> so, oh. He says, "My jokes will stand the test of time. Your tits." Oh. <laughs> That's the handlebar. Yeah. So I always think about that one. Like, I, like, you know, like it's kind of a quick, you know, you got to have something. Otherwise, you look like a jackass. That's the thing. It's like it, they don't get it. It's, you, have yeah. to, you have to have some type of Just, dad and reaction. It could be corny. It could be corny. It could be corny at all. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll stop asking. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Is you make them happy and it's yeah. over. You don't have yeah. to go through your actual material and no. be like, oh, gosh, well, right now I'm talking about this. I'm working. Yeah. I always try to practice jokes on people, is what yeah. it is. Because, I mean, I don't have, you know, if you're not on stage, you're like, I'll have a conversation. And yeah. like, you turn that conversation into the bit. Yes. And where that conversation goes is a great way to write jokes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the part of the writing process and and then people are like ah, that's not funny and then you take that person like oh maybe it isn't funny but no no that person doesn't know comedy it's, they've never been on stage you don't understand where i'm going with this yeah it's all angles you got to take the right angle on any topic and it's funny it's angles it's uh, mm. group mentality it's also the performance aspect so you talked about stage presence there are some people yourself is one of those when they get on stage you're already in a better frame of mind because they get on stage and they look funny another mm. guy is um uh, uh, Tyler um, Hines. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him when before. Ty Tyler Hines, Absolutely. when he gets on stage, you're already kind of just laughing, like just the, the way he moves. So it's not even about the joke, really. It's just kind of, it's just kind of like you get up there, and then maybe you need to do a really significant physical act out to make something work. Yeah. Um, but that's not you're gonna look crazy if someone 
if you try to do that to someone who just says, "Tell me a joke." Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. You have to be. I mean, you have to be a little bit overly confident. It's kind of. Yeah. It's kind of the most important thing. And like, and I mean, because the confidence you feel it. You know, yes. like that's that's when people say I have stage presence. It's because I'm way blindly confident. Like I, yeah. like I know that there's potential for this to be the worst like thing I've ever done. Right. I can regret this forever. Yeah. But I go up there like I'm just gonna have fun. I'm gonna enjoy yeah. myself. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah. And usually that's always what works out better. It's yes. always the ones where. Like, I just think of something that happened to me that day, and I'm like, how is this funny? And then I go up there, and, like, I just figure it out on stage. And sometimes those are my best sets, you know? It's always, like, it's uh, it's when you're having fun, people have fun with you. That's that's kind of a real simple way to put it. I I agree with you. I can say, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but I'll, I'll just keep it short. I can say I wouldn't still be doing comedy if it weren't for one random like email com- read I did yeah. where it was a funny exchange between me and a, a girl on an email. <laughs> and I got it that day and I just go, I have to, I have to read this. And I, I went to caravan okay. and I read it and I had little punches like every few sentences. I did have a punch, but I went up just going, this is going to fail. And I'm, I, in that I had a different mindset. I go, this is going to go. People loved it. They were laughing. Yeah. I had multiple people in the front of that bar, like just rolling, laughing at it, and it was just me, literally reading off an email because it was so funny the exchange. And then I would do I a think punch I remember here, that. I, and then I do a punch here. I wasn't there, but I heard of it. Like I heard yes. the tale. I, I think yeah, we talked about this maybe. I remember yeah. just being like, wow. I mean, it's so many times things that I've thought were trash. And then, like, and so when I walked away from that, I said, oh, that's the first time I felt good. Yeah, like good through from start to finish. So I go. I want more of this. And yes. then I decided to commit to it. And then hey. that was that. Hey, there you go. Hey. And that was about four months in. Five there's a, months there's in. a lot of groundbreaking moments, especially when you yeah. first start. You have these little clicks in your mind. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I see. Like, yes. Yeah. And I and that's always oh, that's such a good feeling. I feel like I haven't had that for a while. I've been, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been stuck in the same Well, like, plateaus get longer. Yeah. The better yeah. you get at a craft, that's the plateaus get much longer. That's a great way to put it. Because yeah. you get these like mind-opening things. And you'll just be laying in bed. And you're just like thinking of something like, that's that's yeah. what I was missing. That's what I was thinking. Yep. But uh, man, it's such a fun thing. I love comedy. So it's great. Much. Oh my god. I want to roll back to your yeah. um, back when you played ball. It's been my experience that baseball players are some of the funniest moments. And it's not even that uh. they're trying to be funny. It's just the way they view life and the way they communicate. Like every guy who I've ever come across in my professional career or as a friend who was um, a baseball player and had some ex- either played in college or maybe got um, drafted or something mm-hmm. for a brief period. Mm-hmm. They're all hilarious. And sometimes they aren't even trying yeah. to be hilarious. It's just yeah. a conversation. Oh, those are the best people. Yeah. Man. Are you kidding me? Like, oh man, the funniest people are not comedians. Are you yes. kidding me? Like, oh, yeah. absolutely. It's like, uh, it's cause, uh, so I think, I mean, just thinking off the top of my head, baseball is probably cause it's one of the more like downtime sports. Yes. You oh, know? that could be it. Like you spend a lot more time. If you're a pitcher, you're in the bullpen, oh, you have man. to, you have to pass yeah. time, you know, yeah. like football, they always run in drills, you know, Basketball, you're, you're rubbing yeah. down the court. But baseball, it's like you go out there and play, and then you're in there in the dugout for a few minutes until you actually have to do anything. Right. So, I mean. What do you do with the time? I know. I, I, honestly, I could take a baseball and do all these weird, like, tricks just because I've spent so much yeah. time sitting there just like, you know, what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell you so many goofballs that I've met through comedy yeah. too, or through uh, baseball. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's baseball's always been, like, my true passion and love and everything. Like, growing it, up, like, that's what, like. I, I I could play softball now. Oh man, Ooh, come check me out on the now. softball field, Twin ladies. Creeks. 
Dropping bombs. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's funny because I like to play on like the, the bad teams and look like I'm actually like the star oh. now. So that's what it is. It's like, it's kind of an ego boost. It's like, yeah. you know, I'll go play in like the mixed, like lower leagues and just be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And these men's leagues are intense. Like these super. They like, take it way too serious. These, yeah, they do. And I've, <laughs> I feel like I've gotten to that point. Like I'm laying out and diving all over the field, sacrificing yeah. my body. And it's like, dude, it's softball. It's this softball. is your company team right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> nobody cares if you make that play. Like it's fucking play. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I love it. I honestly do. And it's something for me to, you know, and it, I mean, like being on a team and like being able to like, you know, communicate and leadership skills, there's like so much you learn from sports and it also translates. I, I could relate anything to sports. Yeah. Like I could take comedy and turn it into a whole baseball bit. Like I, it'd be, it'd be easy. Well, it's very relatable too. If yeah. you got baseball jokes or sports jokes, generally people are going to, yeah. it's going to click. Yeah, no, it is. That's, that's a lot of what everything is, too, is like finding a way to explain it to someone in a way that they're going to understand. So yes. it's like I'm taking this and comparing it to this, which is something in your realm, yeah. and I'm taking something from my realm, and we're going we're gonna to meet in the middle. Yeah. I'm like, you know baseball, I know jokes. We'll, we'll find a way to connect the dots. And that's, yeah. that's a lot of all communication. That's why, I mean, it's really what it comes down to. You Early on, I think almost every joke I wrote, was a, a simile joke yeah. where I say this is like that. That's this is like all that. All you hear if you watch yeah. any late night stuff. That's the thing is you're it's probably watching a lot of late yeah. night stuff. Every single joke I noticed on Colbert and yeah. uh, and and you know all those late night guys. Every single oh this is like that and it's a rhythm and it's like a comedy. Yeah. But that's that's what being a joke writer is. It's like if you're yeah. not performing, it's like you have to find a way to connect and make it somehow. Yep. Land. I don't know. I I mean someday I'll be you know. More well-versed. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're on the right path. So let's get into it about doing this full-time now. So while you were working, obviously, you know, most of us are in the same grind where we have our straight job and then we're getting out at night uh, trying to live the life. So how many mics were you getting to when you had your straight job versus what what's your schedule going to look like now? Are you going to be out seven days a week? As damn near close as I can. Which nice. is, I mean, that's what it takes. Yes. Like, it's honestly like if you really want to do this – I mean, you could be funny and you could yes. write and practice something. You have to get on stage. Like, they're yeah. going to tell you that right from the bit. The more you're on stage, and you can't do it at the same place. You have to go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's my problem. If you go to the same place, you get these. That's another thing about bars and then actual yeah. comedy. It's like yeah. you build bad habits, you know? Like, yeah. if you start getting habits and, like, motions and stuff, you don't even realize it until you watch the video or someone lets you know. Yeah. It's like... You're just in your, you know, you're just doing your comfort thing. Like, yes. I, I've been to Woodham's like 10,000 times. I swear, like, yeah. like I, I crush at Woodham's just because yes. that's like my, my home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I go and I take that same attitude and style into like a packed room full of 250 people, mm. I'm going to come off a little unprofessional because I'm going to be like goofing around and stuff. Like, you have to be yeah. able to kind of. I mean, I'm not like I'm some seasoned vet. Like I'm, right. like, uh, you know, I'm still figuring. Like I like to talk it out to try to figure it out. Oh too. yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's the what whole, this like, podcast is. That's why. I, yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah, no, well, maybe, maybe not. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, we're making sense. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're making sense. Yeah, this is water in here. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, making yeah. lots of sense. Yeah, it's not sake. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to the sake. Yeah, we haven't touched oh, on that yeah, yet. Yeah, no, I just came from Benny Hanna. Well, that's so today I took the whole day off. I took the whole day oh, off. Oh, congrats. Well, it's because I got uh, my last day is Friday officially. Okay. So, um, uh, I. Uh, took my sick day i'm using up all my sick time and everything use it you up gotta otherwise get you get taxed out vacation the time. Bump, bump yeah no i gotta pay taxes too because that's the thing about working seven days a week yeah i end up paying taxes i guess yeah i don't, don't want to get into that it's gonna be fine i'm gonna be great and now we're taking over the comedy world taking over so, the comedy world so the plan now is that for me going from seven days a week and trying to do comedy like three nights a week yeah to where now i'm gonna be working um 
you know, where I don't work early in the morning. Yes. So it's like I will work nights, but I could at least do four or five shows a week now. Nice. And even like double up sometimes. And I could travel more either easily too. Like, so that's really the big thing too is like you want to be able to go to Pleasanton and hit Tommy T's. You want to go yeah. to San Francisco. You know, I've, I've performed in, uh, you know, New York and L.A. and Portland now too. So I've, nice. I've gotten to experience a little bit around, but at nothing like the level that I'm um, hoping to. Talk to me about Portland because I used to go to Portland pretty regularly on business and I loved the town, but I never checked out the comedy scene. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've, I only went one time like yeah. to the actual comedy scene and like I've had bad luck in Oregon. It's not even okay. just in comedy, yeah. but my entire family just moved out there. Oh, so my a lot mom, of Californians yeah, are doing that. Yeah, my whole entire family moved. They left me here all by myself. I'm, I'm the last one of my actual family. Uh, they keep begging me to go out there, but I. Uh, I mean, I've been it's working so hard out here. I love it. Yeah. I mean, this is my home. I'm not getting kicked out of the Bay Area, even though it makes so much sense. Yeah. It is nuts. The traffic. That's the one thing. Coronavirus is causing traffic to go down. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, my God. Today was so great. The best traffic I've ever seen. Holy cow. What's going on? Yeah. Here? Yeah. It's like, oh, man. Uh, there's benefits. I mean. There's benefits. You know? I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> benefits. Like, Thanos was right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've always been on Thanos' side. Yeah. I, I feel like he has a very yeah. valid point. You know, he does make a lot of sense and not you know to what? He did like it very fair. He did it fair. He just split it down the middle. 50%, you know, you're out of here. who it is. No. doesn't matter. You're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I no. forget all the heroes who, who went, but yeah. there was a yeah, number of them. all came back anyway. They all came yeah. back. Spoiler alert. Oh. Ooh. No, it's did fine. Did we ruin for you guys? I yeah, that was over a year ago. Fuck yeah, that. I watch a lot of shows, too. I know, I'm, that's, that's my I've been watching more movies lately, too. Uh, I'm all about it. I got I got HBO, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu. It's like nice. that's the issue now. It's like now that I'm gonna quit, I'm trying to cut back on like my spending and stuff. Cause yeah, <sighs> those streaming services add up. Yeah, dude. I mean, I I gave up on the actual cable, so I've been using Hulu now. But I don't like Hulu very much. I think I'm gonna switch to YouTube. Maybe I think people say YouTube's a good. Uh, just so many. There's so many. It doesn't matter. It's all the same stuff. It's all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah I I tr right now I think the only subscription I have. Is I have HBO because I was um, I was into Game of Thrones, Westworld, and then there's these other miniseries they released. Like Chernobyl was amazing. Is that good? That's the one I haven't seen yet. Oh, been... dude, it's fucking amazing. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll yeah. check it out. You convinced me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm getting into this Stephen King one called Outsider. I'm all about it. Did you see the last episode? I'm only you one episode up? in. I'm only one episode in. <laughs> okay, so it's it's worth it, right? Whew. I okay. mean, it's, it's, you know, all shows, especially first seasons, like, you uh, got to give them a little time to kind yeah. of develop and stuff. But, man, like, they caught me good on this last ooh. episode. It's on episode nine, I think, right now. Okay. So, ooh, is today, oh, it might be today. I think, I think it was last night, probably. Oh, uh, I got something to do later. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, no, so it's, it's you know, it's a good show. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it's not the best show. I mean, okay. I, I'm very, you know, particular, you know, kind of thing. But, it's, I mean, I'm in it. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm particular, too. And so, my, on the first episode, I think it was all story that got me hooked because oh, some yeah. of the acting i was oh, like the um, good first episode for sure yeah the uh the acting of that that detective just i really didn't like his acting oh, for God. some reason it how was is like, that always like uh, acting like not that i'm like yeah the difference really but if something about one person bothers me yeah yeah sorry that's uh, it and so I that was it. bothering me but then the story the way the first the way they did that first episode me and my wife were just oh okay we're oh, this yeah. is we're okay. in yeah, it's but, definitely a, a grabber in the beginning, too. Same with yeah. Hunters, too. I watched Hunters straight through. Ooh, I got to watch that. Yeah, but the first episode is the same thing. It's like right away, just, oh, okay, I yeah. got to watch this now. I was like, So that was, that was my thing why eventually I dropped Netflix is because obviously they have all the great comedy specials, but a lot of the stuff, a lot of their originals when it yeah. comes to acting and oh. um, production, I feel yeah. like 
It's kind of amateur. Their region's so oh, bad. Dude. They're, they're I'm not, glad someone not, else yeah. thought that because so many people are like, oh, but did you watch? And I go, almost every series, other than Stranger Things, so, uh, uh, that's okay. the one that was, it didn't could do no wrong for me. But every other show I watch is like. That was supposed to be a huge flop, too. No one expected Stranger Things yeah. to be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to think any of their original, even their original movies. It's like the movies go there to die. Like Adam they do. Sandler, every Adam Sandler movie. He did, yeah. I was like, ah. Yes. That's yeah, how I feel about almost everything. A lot. I mean, it's because they pay him so much money. It's like, they don't even like, it's uh, oh, Netflix is overpaying everybody. Oh my God. It's just, well, not to mention a lot of these specials where oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll turn on a comedian. I go, well, I haven't heard you, but oh, that yeah. doesn't mean you aren't good. And then I'll watch it. And yeah. now granted, of course, comedy, we already talked about this. It's comedy less, plays out different. In yeah. person versus on screen. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you would think if you're Netflix, right? If wouldn't you at least want to do a test, like special or something, before you drop the however much that, money they're That dropping? type of level is supposed to be super ready. Like, you're supposed to have every word down. Like, that's a yeah. whole different type of comedy. Like, you're supposed to have every, you're supposed to have done that. So, what I've heard from, like, you know, the professional, like Louie, and I, I watch yeah. all this stuff. So, like, I went through a huge phase where I read everybody's biography. That's I watched important, every I YouTube. Yeah. Every week I would study a different comedian. Like, for yes. the first year, I was just like, insanely obsessed just yeah. soaking everything in that's one of the things that i heard too is that it's just like uh you have to wait where are we going with that we have to um you have to be perfect with every word before yeah you're special. yeah oh no well it's like you you build up material for so long yeah. like especially your first special it's like yeah like right now if i were to try and put all my material in like i could maybe do like a 30 minutes right yeah. and like i would be so like you know but that's the way it used to be and now it's like people are pumping them out more and more yeah. you know like it started like george carlin would do one a year and now yeah. like you but know, that was George lose, Carlin. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he'd been doing it 30 years before he yeah, started. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, that's, but he started kind of doing that thing, and then Louis started trying to yeah. do it, and now, you know, Kevin Hart's trying to, like, you know, he's just, you know, just forward, forward, forward. Yeah. But it takes so much time to yeah. develop that type of special, like, to do a legitimate hour. Yes. Like, or even a half an hour. That's what I heard some other comedians talking about, how, like, back in the day, remember, it was HBO, the comedy special, it was, like, a 30-minute special. Yeah. So that's what everybody worked for. You yeah. worked your whole life as a comedian. Maybe you'll get minutes. your 30-minute special. And they were great. Like, they were yeah. a lot better because, first of all, like, the mud, the market wasn't flooded. Yeah. And, like, there's just way more comedy now. There's just so much. I mean. It seems to be the American art form now. Hey. It, Forget rock and roll. Hey, we got stand-up comedy. We're rock stars now. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, we could be. I mean, at least. A lot cheaper, too. We don't yeah. need amps and PAs. Yeah. I'm oh, planning on doing it. the same thing as I did with baseball. As soon as I think I'm a good comedian, I'm like, ah, let's drink. Ah, there you go. Yeah, like, yeah. I made it already. I don't actually need to make it. <laughs> In my mind, I did. So, it actually happened. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so destined to be that guy at the end of the bar, just like, yeah, man, oh, my yeah. day, I told jokes. I do a real jokes, man, before. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a matter of fact type thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Good times. It's all fun. It's good times. But, yeah, man. Um, so, HBO is a good streaming service. Netflix, I may come back to it. I may come back to it if uh, there's Disney Plus, dude. I bought Disney Plus, watched Ooh. Mandalorian, and then I haven't watched it since. There's nothing else that I've seen. How much it. is that per month, if you don't mind? Five ninety nine. It's like that's why See, I haven't. See, they get you. You it. think it's nothing. Yeah, it's. But then over a year, how much is six bucks over yeah, a year? They that's, get uh, you, man. They get yeah. you. It's all a scam, dude. I I, I give money away. From, <laughs> idiot <laughs> well no ever since uh everyone moved to subscription service right hey, every product I has the to be whole thing is gonna crash i watched the whole youtube conspiracy thing about Ooh, how, tell me okay so <laughs> the whole thing is that like now there's no reason for them to push for better material it's like there's no like they're not changing the platform when's the last time netflix changed anything besides the content all yes. they're doing is adding more content, and then yeah. Amazon is there, all building their own shows now. Right. So it's, oh, I have Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon which you Prime, get free. yeah. It's worth, I mean, it's worth yeah. it. I use it for the videos. I've only ordered like four things. You know what? Too. Surprisingly, Amazon Prime 
series, the ones I've watched have been pretty good. Oh, I right, watched yeah. one called Hannah. Hannah that yeah. one was pretty good. I like The Boys. You see The Boys? That the one Boys was, was great. That oh. was pretty good, yeah. Oh, my that God. That was intense. They're coming out with season two, too. Dude. I'm excited to see it. The Boys was an amazing was, take on superheroes. It was a cool concept. Yeah, you never get to see the bad superheroes that no. are kind of just dicks, you know, and it makes sense because it's a business. If you think like, about it, if oh, you're... spoils and stuff. Yeah, we won't spoil it, but yeah. actually, no, this is the premise. Everyone, I mean, you yeah, just read that, the thing. Yeah, this the is the premise. If you have... So the Spider-Man saying, right? Yeah. Stanley had with great responsibility. Uh, wait, with great, great power, power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, I got a text. What happens? I'm oh, you got. No, no. <laughs> what happens when people lose sight of that? But they have their great power. And if you think about it, in the real world, if you had a group of superheroes who are almost omnipotent, when you put when you uh, what's that called? Collate all of their powers. I think they would turn into dicks. Are you kidding me? Is I mean, it's human nature. It's human nature. <laughs> it's exactly there were yeah. humans originally. Like they live in the world that we do. Yes. Like there's gonna be a few assholes out. There. There's gonna be a few good ones, of course. Yeah. It's the same with everything. Like I mean, that's why it's like don't get hung up on anything. Don't like get there's hung there's up. assholes. There's not. I work at fucking Chili's on the weekends. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. I see the worst humanity oh. you've ever seen. I shouldn't even say I'm gonna get fired right now. Fuck Chili's. Now go to Applebee. No. <laughs> No, it's okay. This is your last no. week. Yeah, you no, should. no, no. I'm going full-time Chili's now. Oh. So, so that's what I did is I quit my job because I figured, oh, I could make more money waiting tables. Than, oh, um, I got it. Yeah, so like, I mean, I, I make pretty good money and I have the health insurance, but I sit yeah. in the traffic and do all the things. So now yes. I can make more per hour by getting my ass kicked for like six hours a day. I get it. I understand. Rather than for 11 or 12. Yes. You know? So like I'm working yeah, these yeah. insane long days. Plus, like, you got stuff to do, man. Like, I have to do laundry. I got yeah. to, you know, I got to get my haircuts. Like, I got time for nothing nowadays. Yeah. But Life. Yeah, I'm going to start reading again. I'm going to go to the gym. Like, Ooh. Super orange. Jeff. Yeah. Super Jeff. Orange Theory Jeff. Yeah, no. it's we gotta, All right. We you got to break down the nose, the nose. Oh, yeah, the nose. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you see my actual headshots? Did you, they were pretty funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I haven't done headshots for like three years because headshots, I mean, everybody makes fun of people who do headshots. Yeah. I've had this dumb, corny headshot that I've had for like what, five years where I'm just like, okay. I'm just doing oh, okay. like this. Yeah, it's yeah. like an over-the-head look. And I've, you know, oh, it's fine. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, but so when I was, uh, these, my job that I work at Monday through Friday, they have a camera guy with a whole studio and everything. Ooh. So we've been talking about it for years now. Like, oh, we're going to do headshots. I'm like, yeah. yeah, just let me lose 10 pounds. We're going to make some. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm just joking with him about yeah. it. But since I put my two weeks in, he's like, dude, we got to get these done before you yeah. go. He's going to be out of town next week. So he's okay. like, let's do these. Let's just do them today. Okay. I'm like, okay, we'll do it. 30 minutes. And I, go, I go outside and I'm like looking through my phone and I'm like smoking a cigarette. And then I, I go to walk in. To my uh, so I work in the shipping department. Okay, and you know how they have those shipping gates? It's basically like a big giant garage door. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah, of yeah it's a garage door. Yeah, yeah. So somebody didn't lift it up all the way. They lifted okay. it up just to directly eye level, uh, and it's perfect because there's a security camera pointing right at it. I haven't uh, got the video yet, but it's gonna uh, be posted up. But I'm literally walking in to go take my headshots, oh, no. and I'm looking down at my phone, and I go to walk in the door, but then I notice the gate was down because my head's down. I'm like, the gate's up. Oh. So so I curve the door and full speed walk directly into this like it's like you know there's a little lip at the end of the garage yeah, yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, of course. It right in the eye. I was like, oh no. But uh, it turns out they got these like technology things now oh, yeah. where they like the little pimple erasers. And it's gone. Yeah, they took it's it out. Gone. They whitened yeah. my teeth. Everything. I look yeah, great. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the best yeah, picture yeah. I ever took. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, even a dumb dumb like me can in Photoshop now can figure out how to get scars yeah. or. Yeah, well, I mean, I had no idea. So he took yeah. the pictures, then he passed it to my my friend who works at the front desk, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I do this all the time." And oh, nice. Came out with some decent headshots. So, Sweet. I mean, they're more comical. You saw, I was wearing oh, yeah, yeah. the wig. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wig, yeah which, that yeah. one's great. I think I voted on. The, if I did vote, I forget, but I think I might have voted on the fourth one. Yeah, well, no, it's, I was. Oh. 
I didn't want to say it. But I was always going to use the fourth one. Like, oh, you were okay. I was, I was always. It was, it was supposed <laughs> to be comical. <laughs> <laughs> like if there would have been some outrageous response, yeah. like you have to use this. Yeah. Everybody liked the third one where I rocked uh, it like Zach Galifianakis. Color. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, that was the one that like it was second runner up. But I don't, yeah. I don't think I would have used that unless, right. unless it would have been for like a specific type of show where it's like that's kind of the feel for the show. Sure. But no, you try to be professional. It, like, yeah, I see what you're saying. It was almost like a prop comic type headshot. I'm all yeah, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. I, I mean, I literally took that in 13 shots. So you just click, click. Like it was the nice. fastest thing I've ever done. It was actually pretty sweet. Um, but uh, so you're on your way now. I mean, I got headshots. I'm a professional, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big timer. So how are you going to tackle other markets besides the Bay Area? Are you just going to be travel taking bus to and fro on different yeah, places? Yeah. Well, I mean, things are all just can't done. You think it's who you, you got to know somebody who's going to help you out a little bit. So, yeah. so now that I've got all this family in Portland, I mean, I figure I got somewhere to stay at least. So I mean, yeah. I could go out there and try and you know go for a week or two at a time and then hit up as many clubs as I can. Yeah. Potentially get my name. I got a cousin who lives in L.A. Ooh. who says I can stay with him anytime I want. So I nice. can just drive. And these are all drivable places. Yeah. You know, I've been in New York a few times, which is great. But there's a lot of competition out there, too. Oh, it's dude. Like, but there's all tons the of mic. There's there. tons of mic, though. Yeah. But it's like you're going to have to pull your name out of a hat. I hope you get it on stage. I yeah. don't know. You got to know somebody who's going to get you on. Um, but the key, I mean, that's just, that's my next phase is to take it. You know, out of my comfort zone. Cause, yes. Because since I've travel been, a little yeah, bit, traveling is so important. Like, probably Vegas every now and again, so, right? Vegas oh, probably Vegas has would open be a mics. Dream. I would yeah. love to do all this stuff, but you know, like I said, it's like I got. You have to go out and actually ask people. Hey, can I be on your show? Yeah. I'm super like. Uh, uh, if you ask me to be on your show, I'll be there right away. Like I have no doubt about it. Uh, I think me and you might have a similar hang up. I do not promote myself. Yeah. Other than, I'm trying to. So, you know, even just posting up that I'm podcasting, sometimes I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, why people don't care. Why do I want to yeah. put this out yeah, there? But we're in the game okay. of saying, we got to. Okay. <laughs> so here's what I, I mean. Since, I mean, once you've been doing it as long yeah. as I did, so I did promote. I mean, like, you yeah. always start, you start promoting, but yeah. then you start promoting and no one shows up. And then, Ooh, you're, and then you're just stinks. like, okay, well, you know. Yeah. Like, I've had friends I've known for six years. Like, some of my closest friends finally came out and seen my first performance. Like, people, I don't know about, you have to, like, I just feel like not a lot of people go to see comedy anymore. I mean, it can't be true. Well, you know what? The Bay Area, I think there's a, obviously there's a lot of people who love, who comedy, love comedy or yeah. Netflix wouldn't be making a play on yeah. all the comics. But here's what I think. Bay Area is because of tech. I think this is because of tech. Bay Area, quote unquote, lifestyle, whatever that means. Yeah. Whatever lifestyle means. Bay Area lifestyle is kind of sad. Oh, um, I think a lot of people out here, work, like you said, 11 hours. I think a lot of people are in their offices anywhere from 8 to 12 hours a day. I think a lot of people obviously have families, um, and going out and getting live entertainment is literally the last thing yeah. on their mind, and and especially when they have things like competing with Benny Hanna's. Yeah, there's right? too much. Like, oh, if yeah. I'm a person who isn't a true comedy yeah. fan, and it's like, oh, I know there's this killer showcase on a Wednesday night in yeah. downtown San Jose or whatever, or drive up to the city, and I know there's dozens of places to go see comedy. Am I going to do that, or am I just going to take my family and go eat a steak and watch an yeah. onion explode, yeah. Yeah. smoke? Yeah, I mean, it's a hard lot to of compete times with it, food. It's, yes. it's hard to compete with food. Exactly. It's so hard. <laughs> I mean, food in general, but, like, there's just so many things to do, especially, you know, then, then there's, you know, I mean, there's bad, people have had bad experiences at comedy shows, too, and then there's also people who Ooh, are afraid, like, there's people who have, like, been, like, you know, they, the stigma of, like, oh, the comedian's going to, like, rip on me and yes. stuff. Like, that's another thing I hear a lot of people do, yeah. like, oh, I don't want to sit in the front row. Yeah. Like, no, comedians are not trying so, I mean, not well, some. So that's what I wanted to get your take on. <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, anyway, a keep good topic, follow actually. your thought, and then I want to get your take on. No, no. It's, I mean, oh, okay. as far as yeah. So I, I at open mics, I'm purely 
anchored in the open mic scene right now. I have no real ambition to get into showcase yet. I want to have a better body of material or whatever before I'm doing that. But my opinion at open mic is the us performers more or less are holding the patrons hostage to some extent. And so I don't go up there oh, to like God. rip on people, but I know we have colleagues oh, who yeah. they love to get up there and start shitting on people. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. Maybe in a comedy club, if someone's out of line, it's a good place to do that. But you're in a, you're literally at an open mic. Yeah, you're at an open mic, and um, these guys just want to drink and talk. Don't alienate people, especially yes. at a bar. Like, yeah. if you're gonna like pull someone out and be like, "Hey, why aren't you listening?" Like, no, especially at a bar. Like, they're at a, it's a bar. Like, it's a bars bar. are for drinking. Yeah. They're kind enough to let us tell our fucking ridiculous ideas. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's more therapy for me, at least. You know, like, yeah. I'm out there. Like, I just need to tell you how shitty my week has been, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, but I, I mean, but I think about it and I try and make it like you know, right. like a show. Yeah. But these, I mean, there's so many times where it's like, just you know, don't. <laughs> Don't force it. Like if you're yeah. forced, like, there's never been a laugh that you forced out of someone. No. Like, no. Especially after you kind of start shitting yeah. on Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, if you're shitting on people, I feel like, <sighs> so I feel like that's always a last resort. Like the only time I've yeah, ever. Yeah, they have to be real douche. I've only time I've ever tried to, uh, to like mess with somebody is because they were just completely destroying my set. Yeah. Which you should be able to do in a funny way. Yes. I, I learned actually a good lesson about this. This is going to be funny. The one time that I really laid in on a heckler, like yeah. my worst heckler I've had. <laughs> like I was, I was getting upset. And like that's the key is you can't get upset. Like, yes. Like if as soon as you get angry, then it's you're, like, you're out of control. there's no fun yeah. in that. Like yeah. you're just mad. But I started to get a little bit upset. I was like, fuck it, dude, just get on stage, blah blah. blah. Yeah. Like I started messing with him. Oh, okay. Turns out the guy had been hit by a car and was on all this type of medication. Oh, no. So it's like I ended up being the guy who was like calling the handicapped kid an asshole. Oh no. And so it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's funny when you look at it. it. wasn't like it wasn't a horrifying moment. It's just like you have to always kind of. You know, be in the moment. You have to be prepared for it. Yeah. yeah. But I definitely feel like after that, I felt like, oh, great. Of course, the one time that I really laid into somebody, yeah. he didn't deserve it. But some people deserve it. Don't get me wrong. Some people deserve it. Yeah, My friends do. at the show that I was talking about, they deserve yeah. it. They were fucking drunk as shit. They were, yeah. But, you know. They, they had a huge alcohol bill, so, I mean, they can't be that mad about it. I don't, I don't See, that's, I always say My that friends bring the bills up. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people that uh, comedy is like the... Uh, propaganda wing of the alcohol industry yeah i mean comedy is there any place where you do comedy where there isn't alcohol um i think maybe i've done like one show that was 18 and up maybe like and it was no. in a coffee shop or something no yeah yeah i've done yeah. coffee shops yeah no i have yeah no but i mean i've never really like treated it any differently or yeah. anything you yeah. know you just kind of go in there and you're trying to work on material and stuff i've done coffee shops yeah but no it does like i mean you have to loosen the you have to be comfortable like, yeah like i'm not gonna laugh at some guy if i'm sitting here like i don't want to be here like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. Like, i have to i don't really go to comedy shows too that's the thing is i only go well actually that i, I go to the festivals so i like oh, okay. I, i've been to all the festivals i like okay. to knock out all the comedians at once so i've been uh, to cluster yeah. fest every year okay and i used to do that one at shoreline i forgot what it called uh Oh, that was a huge one. Yeah, I, I used to go there the name. all the time. Some of the B. Oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so I've I've seen pretty much all the comedians. You know, I've seen yeah. I've seen everybody. But um, yeah, and that's another thing too. Is like there's that's the next stage. So there's there's bars, yeah. there's clubs, and then there's like a, a theater, like a theater, and then there's, and there's arenas. arenas. Yeah. yeah. So and like that's why the the stuff you see on like on Netflix is so different. Like they're, they're doing these arena shows and yes. they're putting it on. It's like no, that's a structured. That's like Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry's who's been telling the same. Pop tart joke, you know. It's like, yeah, they've been doing the same material for years, but he, right. he treats it like, oh, these are my classic. It's like doing a classic song. Yes, but the thing about.
about jokes is once you know the punchline, it's like, I mean. Loses a little bit. Unless you change it up a little bit. So that's what I do. Like, I always try, like, even if I go to a place and I'm telling the same joke again, like, I always change something just for myself to try to make it feel a little different. Catch the next, you know, I don't know, the next thought that might pop off of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's really. Yeah, no, I think that's good. And I think you said something that's really important. And I, I have a problem with this is I think um, you do have to hit the different rooms. You oh, got to make a point to say, oh, if this Monday I went to Woodham's, next Monday I have to go to wherever. Yeah. Or if this Wednesday I did Caravan, next Wednesday I got to be in Santa Cruz or San Francisco well, yeah. or something. I mean, and that's just on the small scale. Like, once yeah. you start thinking of it like, oh, I'm going to hit Ohio. Oh, now yeah. I'm going to hit Mississippi. It's like you, like, the, these yeah. guys who are traveling the world, like, you have to really adjust what you're going to say. And you have to be yeah. very aware of what you're doing. Because like, otherwise, you can get a shot for all I know. I don't I mean, yeah. I haven't been to some of these places. But I know there's certain jokes I would not try down south or something like that. I mean, Yeah, America has different pockets. You know what? I was in talking about, oh, I, won't, I won't shit on your employer anymore, but oh, talking about seeing the, uh, the, uh, the worst in people. I was in a Walmart. Oh. Yeah, Chili, I call Vacaville. Chili's the Walmart of uh, yeah. of, of restaurants. Yeah. Dude, this Walmart in Vacaville, yeah. I walked in. It was terrifying, dude. And this is California. Yeah. But it's Vacaville. I was like, a lot of people don't have their, most of the people didn't have all their teeth. Oh, man. Oh. Most of the people had, you know, swollen ankles and, and walkers. And, and here's the thing. So I'm 44. It's like, 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 it's or Missouri. Or I can't even think of the, <laughs> It's just one of those places that has a reputation that you hear of, and then you show up and you're like, I see why this reputation is a thing. Ooh, like, if I ever I went know. to Florida, like, I've never been to Florida, but I, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I saw somebody <laughs> fucking... set. Yeah, if yeah. I saw somebody... Yeah, I don't know. Nothing would surprise me if I was in Florida just because yeah, of yeah. what I've heard from it. Right. And, like, all the memes you see about Walmart and the different, like, oh, look like what I saw at Walmart. Like, you, you have an expectation. I mean, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You, you can't really take it for what it is, but, you know. So I started... Yeah, I left that Walmart and I started thinking, of, trying to think of jokes. Because there was just so much going on there. Mm. But then I was also kind of like, um, mm. I, I don't know. I don't know how to quite make it funny yet. Because a lot of it is sad. Oh, <laughs> dude. That's, I mean, well, that's the best thing about comedy. Comedy is from tragedy. Like, yes. Like, comedy that's another tragedy. good thing. Like, it's an important thing to talk about, too. It's like, it always, like, you can't. I've heard comedians who are, like, got these great lives. And they're like, oh, like, how, how am I supposed to win material? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. And, uh, I mean, I... <laughs> I've got so much tragedy to talk about. Yeah. It's like, it's like, maybe that's probably one of my things that people seem to be drawn to me about in certain right. things. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've had some really tough times, Ugh. but I've found a way to still be happy and smiling. I'm out yeah. here trying to share, you know, some fun moments with people, yeah. regardless of how much shit I've been through. Right. And I haven't, I mean, there's people who've been through more shit than anybody, but it, you know, it's uh, it builds character. You know? I think it's like, so. And everything you go through, it makes you who you are, and that's what people come to see comedy. They want to see who you are, and they want to see your way of dealing with things and your perspective, and and hopefully they can relate. If not, you know, it's subjective. That's that's why you can't take a bad show too bad. Yes, you can't take anything in life either. It's, it's so that's something else they told me. Like when I first started comedy, like, hey, there's different levels for comedy. Like, yeah. no matter what skill level you end up at. You could end up just be doing open mics, or you could be yeah. a cruise show comedian, or a college comedian, or you could be a headliner. You know, it's yeah. like there's different. There's a level for somebody, and you could get there. But uh, yeah, but it's still just. Uh, fuck, there was like a really awesome point. I was just getting there. I got sidetracked. Well, wait. Okay, so hold on. Let's yeah. go back to the beginning and thought we were talking about the different levels. Yeah. 
Um, and then prior to that, we were talking about tragedy. It's probably a terrible like point I was going to get to. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. It's like, let's build. Now I totally built it. Yeah, no, I had a lot of sake and weed on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those smoking honest, onions will do it to you. Oh, dude. It got you were so inhaling. Excited. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a whole actual bit about Benny Hanna's, how they need to step their game up. Like, I was, I, I yes. told you that. They yeah, need yeah. to like, add some lasers and some smoke, maybe a DJ or something. It's been, yeah, they've been, well, it's a formula. It's been yeah, working for 30 I mean, years yeah, now, but. Yeah. I think lasers would definitely sell more steaks. Yeah, I, I mean, know. you can make a TV show out of it. You can. One hundred percent. I watch so much Food Network. I love it. I mean, Benny Hanna's like competition battles. I don't Ooh, know, right? It's a little, little competitions. It's almost like MMA of yes, the culinary world. Yes, and like maybe there's like I don't know a sword I, fight. I'm just I, I got so many great ideas. Yeah, we're we're writing jokes <laughs> live. Well, uh, Jeff, we're coming up on an hour here. We actually oh, hit the hour. Um, let's do this. Let's. Do you have any like shows you want to? Um, I pump have, up. I have no shows right now. Okay. Let's no, pump no, up your, I, I put sure your Instagram up there, yeah. but, uh, what's your Insta and your Snapchat? I'm oh, not yeah. even on the Snapchat. I'm Jeff Serve on everything. I'm so oh, basic about nice. everything. It's just simple. Jeff, but it's confusing because it's Serve with a C. Is Jeff C-I-R-V. The C is tricky. Yeah, no, like my last name's Servalary. So it's like, oh. I was using that for the longest time and then I was getting brought up on stage a million different ways. Sierra Valeri, Cara oh. Valeri, Killer Valeri. But my whole life growing up, my football helmet, my baseball is always Jeff Serve. They call me Serve. Yeah. Or Swerve. Jeff Serve or Swerve because I'm always, you know, enjoying myself. Uh, what kind of nationality is uh, the yeah. last name? Oh, well, so um, my my mother's side is Italian. But Italian, I'm actually, that's Yeah, so that's my Italian side. I didn't take my dad's last I'm 50% Mexican and, okay. and 25% Italian. Okay. So I could be Jeff Servalari or Jeff Chavez. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I don't really know my dad very well, so I went with Servalari. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, no, because the C is tricky. Yeah, because right? no. everyone wants to go cur, cur yeah, or yeah. No, it's caused issues, but like, like I said, yeah. like, I'm not like, like thinking I'm gonna be like on the front page of the news. Like I'm gonna have to explain this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it happens, whatever. Just serve. Just yeah, serve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Serve it up. At I'm Jeff, serve. Yeah. Right yeah. on, my friend. Well, this was a lot of fun. Hey, yeah. And I am, absolutely. I'm definitely rooting for you. Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna still bump into each other a lot. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm no 100%. like right now, especially. I'm gonna be. You're gonna see me everywhere, guys. I'm gonna be hitting. Mike to Mike to Mike. I mean, nice. at least that's the idea. That's the dream. Sounds good. Someday support myself telling jokes. That's the dream. people happy, right? Yeah. Make people happy. And, and, and seeing the world. Yeah. No, that's honestly, like, that's probably one of the main things. Like, I've yeah. always wanted to try, like, baseball. Like, I always feel like, oh, yeah. I'll be baseball. I'm going to travel. I'll see to see the country. Yep. It's such an important part of living, man. There's so, so much world out there to see. Yeah. And now flights are cheap, man. Flights <laughs> are cheap. Did you hear? I'm going to Vegas next week. <laughs> oh. Actually, I'm going to Vegas in three weeks, probably. I might actually hit a mic. That's a good idea. If you're yeah, there, definitely hit a mic. Yeah, hit a mic. Yeah. Definitely check. No, those I got I got there. shows coming up. I just can't think of them right now. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't really like. Well, if they the follow you, if they follow you. Then yeah, that's yeah, fine. that's the thing is too. Like I said, as far as promoting, like I usually, hey, I'm doing a show tomorrow, guys. We want to come. come. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm very nonchalant about my. Yep. Everything. Sweet. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, my friend. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap times. this up and then we'll go hit a mic. Yeah, let's go fucking tell some real. I'm gonna tell, yeah. I'm gonna tell my. I'm gonna tell my new joke about. Um, there you go. About. Um, I don't know 